What's going on, world? It's your boy KJ. It's your boy Los J House Radio, episode 14. We're back in your ears. Hope hopefully everybody had a good Fourth of July. Hopefully everybody's doing great. How's it going, Los? What's up? What's new with you, man? Well, I'm doing really good. I've got Jack and Coke for this episode, so uh, I'm nice and warm and fuzzy. It's going down. I got my Jack too, man. I got actually I don't have Coke with this one. I just have regular Jack, so. I might be a little extra today, so you might have to calm me down a little bit for certain topics. Oh hell no! I'm I'm I'm, I'm gonna make sure I like work you up. <laughs> See, but I am, I, like. I am drinking the official bottled Jack and Coke from Jack Daniels themselves. And no, guys, we are not sponsored by Jack today. We just both really love Jack. Although, if Jack Daniels cares to sponsor, we'll happily do it. <laughs> I'll have to make sure I make that happen. I'll, I'll even use I'll even use my sexy voice. Today's episode <laughs> being brought to you by Jack Daniels. When cheap whiskey just won't do. And you know that Hoochie Mama loves it with whiskey. <laughs> and then you gotta have like the little slow sensual music going on in the background and <laughs> oh, yeah, a little a little uh, Teddy Pentagrass, you know. Exactly. Or Marvin exactly. Gaye. Let's get it on. <laughs> like, wait a second, what kind of podcast is this? I thought it was- <laughs> it's a podcast fueled by Jack. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to start off the show with our PWL this week. Um, me personally, I'm not really playing anything new. Pretty much still playing the same stuff. And I'm not really listening to anything new either. Honestly, I'm still listening to like 80s and 90s rock for some reason. I don't know why. Dude, That's I, my mood. I, I seriously need to sit you down so you can listen to some modern music. I think you stopped listening to music around 2001. <laughs> Honestly, I was I was just thinking about that too. It was like, you know what? I don't listen to anything that's out right now and it's it's pretty bad. I mean, I'll dive into a few things, but usually when I go into like Apple Music because that's my music service that I listen to, I would usually jump in there and I would just go to my library. Like I rarely look for anything new. I mean, maybe I'll check out a playlist or something here and there, but mostly it's like old stuff. I feel like a, I feel like a 50, 60, 70 year old man. Really? Honestly. Yeah. Well, at least when it comes to music, because I'm like, oh, that new stuff. I can't stand that crap. Oh, don't get me wrong. I can't stand a lot of the, 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 the new music that's coming out. But even still, like, you know, again, maybe it's because I'm a DJ and I have to listen to stuff, you know, um, probably, you know, and I, and I look for. Uh, I don't know. I just listen to a lot of stuff. You know, yeah. Now, thanks to my girlfriend, even some country music, some country. Yeah, it's weird. Country music is weird because sometimes it's just like you know, like a rockish pop with a with the country twang in the voice, and other times it's like ding 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 ding. <laughs> At least you have a nice eclectic ear, you know. So I do, I do. With that. Um, I don't know if I talked about this, but I recently did a party for someone who. Um, for someone's wife who is uh, dying of cancer, she just got diagnosed stage four. So yeah. she was like, I'm done with the chemo and everything else. It's my birthday. Let's have a party. So most of the people there were between 55 and let's say maybe 70. So I had to do a mix of music from the 50s to close to the 2000s. So, it, wow. yeah, it was a little it was it was weird. But like I was like, those are those moments like that. I was like, thank God I know all this music, you know? Yeah. And one guy comes up to me, goes, you got any clearance, cl- uh, clearance, clear water revival? 
I'm like, I got something for you. <laughs> I got you. You know, I got you. And I played the song <laughs> and he gave me a thumbs up like, all right, pick the good one. <laughs> you know, and then some of the old ladies were like, you got any disco? I'm like, girl, you want disco? And I played disco for like an hour and a half. And, oh, wow. And these old people just got up and started dancing. They're like, oh, oh. my God, you, you, you hit it right on the, you, uh, like, you know, that I hit the mark just right. I hit the music just right. Like, they're like, you must know disco. And I, like four old ladies come to me. How do you know disco so well? So I explained the story of my mother being a disco diva and I was raised on disco. I mean, yeah, I, I, I need to get more into newer music. I mean, I, actually, maybe it is because I don't make music anymore. I mean, for a lot of people who don't know, me and Los used to make music together. It's Kane's in a hot boy, rolling through your way in the whip, through the strip. About to spit game like I'm sick. What can you say? About the kid was educated, my right, kid sight, right as a limelight. Fresh to death like peppermint. I'm the calmest cat. The way I launch it back. One of the few bring it jazz back to rap. What's good? How it is? Matter of fact, what it do? I'll do this for my baby sis Lena, my baby boo. Always heard love is pain. So it's the game. Love for big and pop. Why they had to die in vain? I play the hits loud so you can feel the heat. And cops reminded of those who they turned to cheat. Got friends and many faces and races who look at me like the ball drop. Count on me to make it. Memories, man, of Great Or Studios. I, well, it was funny too. It was like you guys were like, "Yo, I'll do a video on it." I'm like, "Yeah, we could do. It. We could do it in one night." Like, there's no way we could do it in one night. I'm like, "Watch," and we did it in one night. Yo, that it, yo, that was so much fun, man. That that was so much fun. Me, me and Fern has to at least do one more song together, and like just make like a music video, just because. Yeah, like we we have to do that just for old time's sake. <laughs> um so as far as uh what i'm wait, what do we do playing listening to so what am i watching right now i'm currently watching stranger things season three um i'm not really going to give a review on it or talk too much about it because i'm still like on episode three or four i think but so far it's pretty good um it's definitely a bigger budget this time around and a lot of people think that because it's a bigger budget that it might take away some of the quality some quality things about the show that made it what it is today. So we're, we're, it's all right. Like did, mm -hmm. the, did the show have an independent filmmaker kind of vibe to it? Yeah. Like that, like it had like that indie vibe to it. And I think that's what really hooked a lot of people is for the fact that it had that indie vibe. Now it just seems like, you know, like big budget and lose some of his flair that made it what it is. And a lot of people are a little worried about that. But like I said, I didn't finish it yet. So I don't know if it, if that's going to have that effect on it, but so far it seems interesting it's a lot cleaner setup you know like like the special effects look amazing and stuff like that it's more special effects than they used before yeah uh, me i'm watching young justice again because the season started up again so okay i'm watching it again and i'm loving it and i know you don't watch it which i think is a little strange yeah i actually i don't even know what that's even about like what is what is young justice what is that um okay you know what the teen titans are yeah okay well it uh, it's kind of the DCU's version of the Teen Titans, 
It has Aqualad, um, who's black, who becomes Aquaman later. Okay. Um, you have Robin, who becomes Nightwing later. Uh, Kid Flash, who um, who dies, and so uh, and um, the Flash, uh, the Kid Flash from the future replaces him. And Beast Boy's in there. Uh, you have uh, Miss Martians in there. Dude, I'm telling you, you watch Young Justice from season one on, you're hooked. You're binge watching it. What is that on? Like, what platform is that on? Uh, Young Justice is no longer on Netflix. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. And I know Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow are leaving Netflix soon. Did they, did, did Flash and Supergirl get their current season on there yet on Netflix? Yes, uh, Flash, Arrow, Supergirl, Legends, all renewed. Okay, I gotta, I gotta go check that out because I didn't watch the current seasons yet. So Better watch it soon because it's gonna be off Netflix soon. Now Netflix is uh, really going through a weird change right now because they're taking off a lot of their comic book shows, which are some of their heavy hitters, and then they're going to be losing a lot of content once Disney Plus starts. And I think Disney Plus is starting soon. I think it's this fall. I think. Yeah. Well, the thing is, um, the problem with Netflix is they were so successful. They gave everybody the idea. And, and that's what the problem is. And then all these other services try to use them to distribute internationally. Mm-hmm. Um, like CBS All Access did. And it kind of blew up in their face because Netflix was like, all right, you know, new Star Trek. We're willing to pay for it. It's going to be awesome. And the fans hated it. So they didn't really gain any profit from it. So uh, they essentially paid for season one of Star Trek Discovery. Come season two, they're like, we ain't paying that much. (laughs) And it's just and then like, you know, uh, Disney's doing their own service, which they feel like they have enough content for it. Um, Now, now they have it because Disney acquired Fox. So now all the Fox stuff is going to be on there. Yeah. you know, uh, so like, I don't understand why, why they're removing. Well, I know why they're removing a lot of um, the CW shows because the C and CW is CBS. Really? Yeah. So that's one of the reasons why they're removing that to put it on CBS uh, All Access. Netflix is going to have to spend more money to put out more original content, more original shows, more original movies. You know, because honestly, going into next year, a lot of the stuff that are heavy hitters on their platform is going to be gone. But Netflix also has the opportunity to now um, open the doors for uh, documentaries, uh, small independent films. Yeah. They could uh, grab all these films from Sun- from the Sundance Film Festivals and other film festivals like the Vancouver Film Festival. So they have this unique opportunity to be these distributors for so many other um you know, films. Yeah. You know, where Netflix can create a niche of, and not only that, they can actually find these gems and these directors and actually say, okay, here's a series. You know, what you did for a whole movie will give you for a one hour episode. And these directors are like, oh my God, that's so much money. In reality, <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, you know, I'm a Netflix guy and I'm into Hulu as well. So, you know, we'll see what happens. All right, so we're going to jump into our random facts uh, where we throw in some interesting little random snippets about things in life, pop culture, film, et cetera, et cetera. 
So my random fact today comes from the 1940s Superman films, Wikipedia. Um, my random fact is Superman didn't always fly before the 1940s. Superman literally only leaps a tall building in a single bound. Fletcher cartoons worked on the comics and thought the leaping animation didn't look so great. So after consulting with action comics, which was DC comics now, they, uh, could give him a flight ability, um, and they went with it. So yeah, Superman didn't always fly. And Batman, when he first started, used to use guns. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah. know that. Yep. And the other thing too about Superman is he wasn't always the Boy Scout that he was saving everybody. Like in the very, very beginning, <clears throat> like he would choose not to save a bad guy for them to die. He wouldn't kill them directly. You know, he'd be like, well, I rescue these people. The building is burning down. You're the bad guy. Good luck. And would leave. Wow. Yeah. Different times, different comics, you know? <laughs> The mean, gritty Batman. That's what I like. Yep. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Uh, what's your random fact? Or is that your random fact for today? That's my random fact. That's your random fact. Awesome. All right. So we're going to jump into our news topics. We're going to be flying a little bit today, guys. We have a lot to talk about today. So we're going to try to get through as much as as possible. Um, our first news topic. Los, I'm going to let you start off with yours because I know you had a few you wanted to touch on, too. Jermaine Dupree is, says that all female rappers sound like strippers rapping. He was like, they don't really fucking say anything deep. They have no good content and things like that. So then Cardi B jumped on um, Instagram and was like, let me tell you all something. <laughs> in her old and, Cardi B way. <laughs> yeah. You know, in, in, in her in her Dominican way. Do you think Jermaine Dupree has a point? Now, is he speaking like in general or is he just saying, oh, most of them? Like, did he just say, oh, all female rappers nowadays? Like he said all female rappers nowadays. I mean, you have a little bit of both, just like with regular hip hop artists who are men. You know, a lot of them talk about women, cars, rims and money. And then you have some who try to speak, you know, some knowledge into people. So. To me personally, I don't think that's all that's out there. I mean, there's honestly, I think there's a lot more than what it used to be, you know, because there isn't really a lot of female rappers and a lot of them probably just want to get some, you know, they want to be edgy and that's fine. You know, there's nothing wrong with being edgy, but I wouldn't say that's all that's out there, but there is more of it though. See, I personally feel when it comes to mainstream hip hop, he does have a point, but then again, too, like these female rappers need to make money. You know, I, as much as I might, you know, imitate Cardi B and everything else, but she has a point. She tried talking about something else and nobody listened to it. That That's true. Honestly, so, you know what it is? Sex sells, period. Whether it's music, whether it's film, whether it's video games, like whatever it is, sex sells and image is what people look at. You know, so why do you think when you see actresses on you know tv shows you know they gotta wear certain cleavages hell in the wwe one of one of one of the most recent wrestlers aj lee just came out and said that there were times where they would like really jump on the women about having like certain hairstyles they want their nails to look a certain way they want them to wear certain dresses they want their cleavage to be showing sex sells and 
yeah, even though we all sit here and say, oh, well, I want this. I want something proper. I want something more down to earth. At the end of the day, you kind of don't really want that. You like you want to see the boobs. You want to hear women talk about their vajayjay or you want to hear them talk about sex because that's just where the culture is. Not really. I mean, look at MC Light. Now, I know I'm going back, but MC Light and Queen Latifah never talked about things like that, you know, and they were considered on par with the men in hip hop. But the thing is, it's a different time now. You know what I mean? Like, you know, a lot of people like now, some of the just like you said, some of the mainstream rappers, that's who you're hearing it from. And I'm not saying that some of the mainstream rappers can't spit because I, I know they can. But for them to stay relevant they got to be a little edgy because people are looking for that. I don't think, I don't think it's edgy. I think unfortunately hip hop has been dumbed down to the least common denominator. You know, what are the, what are the things that most quote unquote people who listen to hip hop do, you know? And the sad part is, is hip hop is so mainstream, you know, the white boy from Montana is listening to it. You know, he is not the person people think of as a hip hop fan. People think of, you know, the people who are living in projects and the, the images of those people, in some cases is correct, in some cases is incorrect. Think about smoking weed, uh, fooling around, dealing drugs, and flashing money. You know, and it's it's not always the case. I just kind of miss the days when hip hop had variety. I get what Jermaine Dupri is saying. I just think he could have said it a little differently. Um, I think a lot of women, whether they're in the game or just you know fans, might have taken it to heart. I think what he should have said was, unfortunately, hip hop, mainstream hip hop has turned uh, female rappers and made them sound like strippers rapping because that's what people want. And I don't think that's right. If he would have said it like that, I can understand, you know, like Cardi B, dude, she got flow, dude. You know, as much as people are like, I don't like her. She's got flow, you know, pushed. I think he just said it the wrong way you know and he just pissed off a lot of people but because music now is so disposable i kind of think his statement's not going to make a difference like three weeks from now let alone six oh, months nah, from now. i mean he already said it if, if he would have said it differently he should have said it differently when he first said it but at this point yeah it, it's it's already done you know he he made his comment so i just think there's going to be no repercussions for it because like you know there used to be a time where like you said something stupid and that would hound you for a year at the very oh, least. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. But now it doesn't mean anything, you know? I think both parties, Cardi B and Jermaine Dupri, they both make some pretty compelling statements. And there, there is some truth behind both of them, you know? But it is true. If you look at a lot of the women, like, just look at their music videos. Look at, you know, Cardi B's, you know, music video. Look at, uh, what's her name? Um a Nicki Minaj music videos. Just look at hers. Like they all have a lot of sexual content in there and they can tell you sex sells. They like, they, they can't be hypocrites and say, Oh nah, you know, we're not doing this. We're not doing that. But look at your videos though. Look at what you guys are doing in your videos. Like you're in thongs, you're in, you know, like, and don't get me twisted. I don't mind looking. There's not, I'm not going to say anything against that, but sex sells in their videos as well so they they should know what he's talking about well on that note we're going to actually segue to a topic that's kind of similar but not really uh 007 is possibly going to be a black woman 
What's going on with that, man? I didn't even hear about that until you actually mentioned it today. I was like, wait, what? Where did that come from? Well, the the um, uh, the woman who plays the co-pilot for Captain Marvel. Okay. She's going to be the James Bond because she's actually British. So um, is this is this her, James Bond that's coming out next? I f- the next James Bond. But I thought I thought the previous guy was going to be. So is she just like a like a second James Bond or like how is that going to work? No, he's done. He's done. According to what they're trying to say, the lore of James Bond and 007 is James Bond is a cover name and 007 is a position. So let's say I was James Bond for 10 years. I retire. You become the next James Bond in 007. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. So that's what they're trying to say. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Lashana Lynch. That is the name of the person who's going to be the new James Bond. But I think they're making a very bad mistake because what I think they should have done is given it to Idris Elba, let him have it for a couple of movies, and then let Lashana Lynch take it. Because it's it's easier for a lot of fans to say, all right, he's a black man now. Yeah. But I think a lot of people have a hard time swallowing he is now a black woman. Yeah, because it's kind of like they kind of took a hard left. Instead of just saying, all right, let's slowly go this way and see how people take it and we'll adjust it as we go. It was like, no, nope, we're just going to go over here. Like just a complete hard left. <laughs> You know, right, and not only that, the, the part of the 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 lore and the thing behind James Bond is he sleeps with so many women. Okay, so now if you flip it, right, is she going to sleep with a whole bunch of men and women? And unfortunately, the way society thinks, they'd be like, "Oh, James Bond, exactly." Yeah, it, it's going to be the perception. And is she going to be called Jamie Bond, Jasmine Bond? Like I said, if, if they were going to change the perspective, I think they should have stuck with the male i mean don't get it wrong i mean i don't mind having a female bond but i just think they should have maybe still stuck with a male maybe just picked a different nationality and then slowly move towards that transition because i feel like there's going to be a lot of backlash because of the whole female thing listen make her 008 you know introduce her yes, as 008 yeah have you no know, have like you a know? spinoff you know don't just say all right this is 007 period have a spinoff if you're yeah. in the 008 double nine whatever people people would have maybe taken that a little better compared to just saying oh you're just taking this whole franchise now and you're just like just changing it completely and just throwing it upside down right now yeah Halle Berry was supposed to have a spinoff of James Bond with her Jinx character and that never appeared and I was dying see, to see that, that. would have been interesting because we already have some background on that character not only that it's the American version of 007 which would have been real interesting. I just have a feeling it's going to get a lot of backlash because of the fact there is stereotypes in regards to women and men and a lot of things that James Bond did as a man, it's going to be a little different for her as a woman. And I'm not trying to be sexist, but I'm just being, you know, you know, the uh, devil's advocate here. But I know there's going to be a lot of backlash because of the fact of things that he did as a man compared to what she's going to do as a woman. How are they going to do that? Not only that, think about how many times James Bond has been tortured in movies. Now, people can watch a man being tortured and be like, "Ooh, that sucks. Oh, my God, that's terrible. Oh, that hurts. But once you turn around and torture a woman, people will turn around and leave the theater because no one can stomach that. See, my thing is, I feel like and and like I said, I'm not like I know this might come out so wrong. People might think that I'm being sexist. I'm really not. But I feel like it's just going to turn it into a Charlie's Angels movie. 
Oh, the attack of the twilight. Oh, I don't like the cast. I really don't like the cast the that cast. they picked. It just, I hate it cast. doesn't fit. It, it just doesn't feel right. It looks completely, it looks like a, a Saturday night ABC TV movie, you know, like a teen yeah, movie or exactly. something. Like it, 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 it did not fit the mold of what I was expecting from a Charlie. I didn't even know they were making another Charlie's Angels movie. It actually has the same feel as the rebooted TV show of Charlie's Angels at ABC really? tried a couple of years back. Yeah, yeah. Same exact feel. So do you think maybe that's why they cast it who they cast? No, I just think that just I just think that someone was fucking smoking the glass dick and you know <laughs> they're, they're too much crack and and somebody had get. I just think somebody had stupid. too much chat guys. The, <laughs> yeah, man. No, no, dude. Seriously, because the thing is that an idea of a Charlie's Angels reboot is a great idea because Charlie's Angels is a good franchise, very empowering towards women. You know, it kind of shows a, a whole different side to stuff. But this this just looks terrible. And you have what's her face from Twilight, Miss. I show no emotion, you know, as one of the lean characters. And yo, not for now, bro, but she ugly. I don't like her as an actress. I really don't. I, I just I don't think she's good at all. Honestly, I feel like when she's trying to act, I f- I can see her trying to act, and it just comes. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I mean? It's I know exactly. It just comes mean. out so just wrong. I just don't like it. Honestly. Yeah, I agree. I agree. 100%. Speaking agree. of attractive women, something you you mentioned off off air, you were saying something about uh, me finding somebody attractive and you wanted to ask me something. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Okay. So before the show started, we're having, we always have a little warm up conversation about certain things we're going to cover just to make sure we're on the right track and on the same page. So the show flows great. So then we were talking about the, the useless Kardashians, Kardashians, whatever the fuck they're called. <laughs> um, and which one was the one you were talking about? The, uh, the, the oldest uh, sister? Kim. Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Kim. I said, okay, you really, you think Kim Kardashian is gorgeous? Let me ask you this question. Kim Kardashian or Jennifer Lopez? I got to go J-Lo, man. I got to go J-Lo. <laughs> I'm sorry. Thank you. So once again, do you really think that those women are that gorgeous? Apparently not. Because of the first chance at J-Lo, you jumped. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Okay. I got a better one for you. J-Lo or Sama Hayek? Sama all the way. Really? There is no doubt. There is no doubt. <laughs> Selma all the way. All right. So even J-Lo from Selena versus Selma Hayek from Dust Till Dawn, you would still say Selma? Selma Hayek all the way. In Desperado, Dust Till Dawn, um, that movie she made with Lawrence Fishburne, which I forget off the top of my head, you know, like any iteration of her even in frida she looks hotter really than, you think than, than so j-lo in my oh god yeah <laughs> better than j-lo 100 percent, bro all right so uh, we're going to jump into another topic including women again this is you know the women empowerment episode um yeah it, it, it's funny that wasn't our initial plans for the episode but it's kind of turned into yeah that. exactly um so little mermaid they're going to be doing a live action just like they're doing with all the disney films at this moment and she is going to be black. Um, interest, don't care. Me, I don't care either. But I know so far, as always, there's always back. There's always backlash about the whole situation. So I wanted to get your opinion on that. And how do you think people are going to react to that? Do you think it's going to be a positive, a negative? Do you think it's going to be good for the franchise? 
I, I just first of all, Disney's a money making machine. They know what they're doing. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but part of me hopes it flops, not because a black actress is in it, but because I hate Disney. OK, like what I hate to be like, oh, look, a live action Lion King. There is nothing live action about it. It's just better animation. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't seen it yet. I'll, I'll probably, I'm not I'll probably wait till it comes out on Netflix or something. One of my girlfriend's friends, like, I'm going to take her to see Lion King. I was like, take her, take her, go watch Lion King without me. I don't want to be there. I don't like Disney. I think it's an interesting move. Like I said, I'm neither here nor there about Disney. I just, I deal with it because of my kids. That's the only reason why. And a lot of, and some of the franchises I grew up on. So I'll kind of dive back into it to see what they do with it. But I think it's interesting. I, I just want to see Terry Crews play the father. Oh, you know what? That'd be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. And, and I would love to see them put long hair on him. Only because it would be a completely different look for him. Have, has yeah. he ever been in a movie with hair? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think I've ever seen him in a movie with hair. Honestly, I think every every time I saw him, he's always had the bald head. Well, because that's what he has. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But you know how some people like put wigs on for certain roles. I, I've never seen him in a movie with, with hair before. I know Dwayne Johnson uh, put on a wig a couple of times for for parts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Scorpion King and one film where he played a gay guy. Yes. Uh, get Shorty, I think it was, or Get Big, something like that. Get Shorty, Get Big, one of those films. One of those two. Yeah. So he, he was actually pretty hilarious. I'm not going to lie. He was he was pretty hilarious in that film. He, he's a funny guy. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I might have to go check out his new film, uh, Hobbs and Shaw. I might check that out. It looks interesting. Eh. Honestly, the only and only reason why I'm I'm probably want to check it out is because of Idris Elba. He he plays the interesting role in that film. That's the only reason why I'm gonna check it That's out. That's right, he does. He 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 basically plays like a black a black Superman, basically. I'm and I'm curious to know about how that's turning out and why he's the black Superman or whatever. So that's the only reason why I might go see it. It's because of him, honestly. So. I'll pretty much I'll pretty much watch anything with him in it because he's such a good actor. Oh yeah, he's he's freaking awesome. I, I would love to meet him in person. He seems like he'd probably be a cool dude. So, but he's no Keanu. I'm just saying, you know, because we're still waiting for Keanu to be on the podcast. Keanu, come on, man. I I will get in touch with your agent. I will send him my email. Let's make it happen. <laughs> but my number two choice would be Idris Elba. All right, so we're gonna jump into our next topic. Uh, still dealing with film, Mortal Kombat. We just recently found out that they are getting an R rating which I think it kind of needs it, you know. Um, and they're also going to include some fatalities this time around. So, I mean, the original kind of had fatalities, but not really. But they're going to try to include fatalities from the actual game. So I'm a little curious to see how that's going to happen. So uh, what's your take on that? It should be. It, it always should have been a rated R movie, period. Um, the, the game and the material doesn't lead itself to... Um, to PG or PG thirteen, you know, the thing is called Mortal Kombat, fight to the death. So it should be rated R. Yeah, I think so. I think that's going to give them a little more leeway to not be held back because you know the whole rating system, as far as film, is really strict, and you can't have this amount of blood. You can't say that many curses. You can't have this many dead bodies. You know, so at least with the rated R thing, it gives them the freedom to just do whatever the hell they want and they can get away with it. Here's the thing, though. The rating system wasn't always so strict, because if you look at a PG-13 movie from the 80s, mm-hmm. 
you're like, this is PG-13. There's like blood, there's violence, oh, yeah. there's sex, you know? <laughs> Uh, it just got really weird how it just they just tightened it and tightened it and tightened it and tightened it to a point where the PG-13 of today would be a G-rated movie in the 80s. Honestly, yeah. Like being that you mentioned that, like that is very true. Like if you look at the PG-13 films now, you're, you're, you're just like, wow, like it's you could have probably just made that PG, you know, because it, it's it's so different now. I feel like it's like a step backwards. PG-13 films are like pg and some rated R films are kind of like PG thirteen films now. You yeah. Know? Um, the 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 one rule I found I was listening to the director's comments of um, Born Identity, the first one. Yeah. And they said like one of the rules is you can only have one fuck in in the whole movie. For you know that was like that was PG thirteen. The word fuck. The word fuck. Yeah, for PG thirteen. Really. So and in um. The Born Identity, they used it uh, when he was describing it, when they were driving to Paris. Yeah. And he was describing his life. He's like, fuck it. And mm-hmm. that was it. That was the one fuck they could use. <laughs> wow. Yeah, very weird rules, you know. And rated R has become so soft. Like, you remember in the 80s, like, the Friday 13th movies were rated R. And there was, like, titties and blood and people's head being chopped off and all that stuff. And now that'd be a rated X movie. Really? Yeah. I haven't seen like, a rated X movie. Have we had one? Like recently? Yeah. Yeah. I've never oh, seen not, I don't know about recently, but there have been rated X movies. Wow. You know, Deadpool almost got a rated uh got a rated R uh rated X a couple times. They had to edit it down. Dogma by Kevin Smith had a rated X a couple times. And and sometimes they'll let one filmmaker get away with something but not another. Yeah, I I guess it depends on your pool you know in the industry it really depends yeah. on who you know and things like that that will allow you to get away with certain things and i don't know i mean it's 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 very it's, it's very tough to you know be creative and <clears throat> it's very tough to be creative in a creative landscape nowadays because you kind of can't really be too creative because everything has so much censorship right now and i get it but at the same time hey if it's too much for you don't watch it if it's too much I for just, you, don't listen to I it. I just think we've gotten too sensitive. Yeah, we did. We did. You know, it's just kind of like, oh, my God, I can't believe you said that, blah, blah, blah. You know, and it's just kind of like, yo, if it fits the story, who cares? You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, that's like that's like having a racist character in a film who never says anything racist. So then how are they a racist character? That's the thing. These films, like anything as far as entertainment, they're here to tell us stories. And a lot of people get, like you said, really sensitive about certain things in films and like, oh, why are they saying that? Why are they doing that? Why is this black person doing that? Why is this? Why is that? It's telling a story. And if you don't feel comfortable with it, if you don't want to watch it, don't watch it. You don't have to. Same thing for games. You know, people are trying to say, oh, well, why is this game doing this? Why is there nudity? Why is there Grand Theft Auto? Why is there Call of Duty? Hey, listen, there's rating systems. Kids go into game stores. If they're not the right age, they can't buy it. That's it. But if your uncle was buying your kid a rated M game and your kid is 12 years old, then you need to step up and handle that situation. But that's not the developer's fault. People have gotten lazy when it comes to parenting. I'm not saying everybody, but certain people have gotten lazy in parenting and they expect these corporations to do the parenting for you. Exactly. You know, kind of like those uh, explicit lyric stickers. Yeah. 
you know, at one point it was like, oh, I got one of these explicit lyric stickers. I'm not going to have my sales. And now people look to get those explicit lyric stickers on there because they feel like those are going to be the best albums. Exactly. You know, and I just kind of think, yo, be a parent. Take the game away from him if he didn't do his homework, something, you know, whatever. But now what they think about it, a kid gets sent to his room. He's got uh, music ipod a phone a computer internet another xbox up there another playstation up there so what are you really doing you know you want to punish your kid shut off the internet exactly shut off the internet give him a book you know it's 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 crazy how technology is taking over you know but that's pretty yeah. much the life that we live in now and you know there's everything all over the internet and if you don't want your kids to see their certain things you don't want them to play certain things like you said just become a better parent and just shut it down and if you don't want to see certain films you don't like certain things in film just don't watch it i mean i, I think it sucks that us as creators have to like we like we make a certain art and then we have to go back and look and say oh man i'm gonna get tackled for having this in there or having that or saying this or saying that i gotta go back and take that out be creative however you want it to be creative now granted if you want to live within a certain rating system and you got to change a few things then fine change it but other than that just be creative but we can't even do that anymore even even on youtube you know no offense youtube i know our platform is on your i mean i know our podcast is on your platform but even on youtube a lot of people are complaining about you know censorship and getting their videos taken down for saying certain things and doing certain things and it's not even that bad according you know to them but a lot of people are getting you know shut down on youtube you know like they're losing you know their sponsorships and et cetera, et cetera, for having certain things in their videos and the thing is youtube can literally just put an age restriction on videos yeah put your age in the bio you're over a certain age. You can watch anything you want. You're under a certain age. You're not allowed to watch this stuff. And that's the Period. thing. You can do that as uh, when I upload our videos, you have that option to put an age restriction on there. Um, but it's just that if you do that, I think it disables your ads. I think it disables certain ads. I th- yeah, probably. Does. I, th- I think that's what I saw. So I don't know. I mean, it sucks how you can't be creative in a creative world. <laughs> yeah i mean like there are certain films that need all the cussing and stuff like that like depending on where you're at like you do a military movie you know they're not talking nice to you oh yeah you're gonna have to expect that so um our next topic that we're gonna jump into is the joker film i know you're not really looking forward to it too much but you know i am um but i was a little worried when they well i wasn't really worried i was a little curious as to why the producer made, a, I think it was one of the producers or directors made a statement about how the Joker film is not going to be following anything from any of the DC comics at all. Well, first of all, I like to say, yes, it's a bad thing. Uh, but the other thing is, I'm not surprised. Just look at the trailer. What? None of that fits into the DC universe. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought maybe something would have like some something from the film would have maybe followed something you know from the comic books yeah the the title that's just about it (laughs) and the purple suit yeah i mean i i think it's i think it's interesting that they're not gonna follow anything i mean maybe i i don't know i mean i I did remember hearing 
that some of the producers and directors from the show, I mean, from the movie were saying that the reason why, like they, they wanted to just have their own take on the film. Basically, obviously it's based on the character, but they just being like, they, they stated that this Joker is the Joker before he really becomes the Joker. Like this is like the true beginning stages of how he went mad, basically. No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, <laughs> no. because the Joker never took care of his mother. The Joker uh, had one bad day, essentially, and that's what turned him into the Joker. You know, remember he had a wife, he had a kid, fell into the vat of chemicals because of Batman. You know, and he was only there because he forced him. No, this is this is this is garbage. The people at Warner Brothers and DC do not know what to do with their IP. Oh, and it was Todd Phillips, the producer. He's the one that said that they're not going to be following anything from the uh, from from the comics. I mean, I think it could go either way. It could be a, it could be a bad thing. I mean, it, it really depends on how he tells this story. That will determine whether or not his decision was a bad idea or not. I mean, I think it's interesting um i'm still gonna see it because you know i'm freaking in love with the dc universe especially the whole batman universe so let's just see it's interesting it's a nice little uh way of being adventurous you know with that franchise and i think honestly i think dc needs it dc needs some kind of like some kind of life just really pumped into it they've been doing good with wonder woman they've been doing good with uh you know shazam, shazam. yeah so if they want to be adventurous, they want to live on the edge, yo, do it. It is their next logical um move should be the flash. Oh, yeah, it has to be. If the flash isn't within the next two films, I will be surprised. They need to really they need to release the flash. They need to um but I'll I'll bet you money freaking, you know, uh Twinkle Batman. Uh, sparkly Batman is going to be the next one. I made. forgot about that, actually. Yeah. So I think Flash <sighs> might be the next third film, maybe, because we still got Batman. We still have Birds of Prey. I think that's next year. And then we still have uh, Suicide Squad, but I don't think that's coming out for at least another two years, I think. So hopefully, at least within the next three years, hopefully we'll get a Flash film because I'm really looking forward to a Flash film. Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I'll watch Suicide Squad too because sometimes you want to watch a train wreck. <laughs> uh, I'm being honest. I'm being honest. Um, but I'm not interested in 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 Robert Pattinson or whatever his name is as Batman. Uh, I'm I'm not gonna watch it. I'm not gonna watch that. I'm not gonna watch Joker. I'll I'll make sure that I'll be the guinea pig for you. I'll let you know how it is. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm still waiting to see Spider Man. Which one? The new one. Oh, oh, I thought you meant from like one of the Sam Remy ones. I was like, wait, what? No, I saw I saw oh, all okay. of them. They were okay, but I don't know what people think. Spider-Man 2 was the best. Nah, it was good, <clears> but I don't think it was the best. I mean, out of the Sam Remy ones, I think Spider-Man 2 probably was the best one. But compared out of the out of that trilogy. Yeah. Yes. But compared to now, then no, I, I would definitely say the most recent ones are probably the best ones. And yeah, I'm going to try to see uh, Far From Home. So maybe whenever we both see it, maybe we can do like a kind of like a, a review spoiler show that sounds like that sounds like a plan so to me let's do that one um all right so we're gonna jump into our final news topic for the night uh, which is some gaming news nintendo finally announced the nintendo switch lights which is basically 
it's a hundred dollars cheaper than a regular Nintendo Switch. Um, the Joy Cons, there is no Joy Cons. It's permanently attached. You cannot attach it to the dock, so you can't play it on your TV. I think this is actually. Oh, and one more thing, they actually have a D-pad on this one, which is actually really good because the original Switch doesn't have a D-pad and makes it kind of annoying playing certain games sometimes. So that's one of one of the things that I actually love about the new one. So it is smaller. It's a smaller screen, has a better processor. It is thinner. The material is more durable, but the flaw is no Bluetooth headphones, no connection to the TV and CNET trashed it. Honestly, I feel like this was made for two different people. It was made maybe three. It was probably made for kids. Um, yeah. because I would not give my current switch to my son and just let him go walk off with it. I wouldn't only because it's not as durable and, and it's a little flexible because the, the way the joy cons attached. Yeah. You don't find it. Yeah. A it is flexible? a little flexible. So like, I, I feel like this one was made more so for like, if you have a kid, you want to get him a switch, you don't want to spend $300 on it and you can just spend 200 on it. Go, go get him the light. Why not? You know, they're going to probably walk around with it handheld anyway. Throw it exactly. everywhere. Throw it everywhere. This could also be made for people who already have a switch, but play primarily in dock, and they just want to leave their switch in the dock when they come home. But you, but they want to have an extra one to just take on a roll with them. It could be for that person. It could also be just for a person who just wants to just get the latest, greatest tech. I mean, me personally, I might get it for my son. I'm, I'm not going to get it for myself because I, I don't see a point in me downgrading. And I mostly play in handheld mode anyway, so um, I see myself buying it for my son for Christmas probably. I honestly, I think it's where the market is. I think the market is just for kids. I think it's a good idea. I, I know CNET probably trashed it because of certain features, but it's a cheaper version. I mean, it's not going to be cheaper, but more powerful. It's supposed to be a cheaper version. No, it is more powerful. It's a better as a more powerful oh, okay. processor. Well, I mean, like as far as processor power. Yeah, you, it's probably going to have a better processor because I think the original switch came out, what, three years ago, something, something like that. Two years ago. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'll I'll get it for my son. Uh, I I don't really see anything else to really say about that one. I do hope that, and I think they will come out with a powerful version because with the way the switch is now, like the current switch, it definitely needs some upgrades. You know, I think the screen, I think on television, is only working in like 720 on TV. Yeah, 720, and it's I think it's back down to like like 540 when you hand it when you have it. In handheld mode yeah but in handheld mode you're not going to notice it the screen is just the you know um the right size for that for that dpi i mean you know they're going to come out with the powerful version like it's almost inevitable that they will they almost have to at this point because it does kind of need to upgrade give us some bluetooth give us an actual d-pad like the switch light has right now um but definitely bluetooth everybody nowadays everything is bluetooth look at the iphone everything. you know yeah everything. so they need to incorporate some kind of bluetooth in there at least give me 720 in handheld mode at least give me that you don't have to give me 1080 but at least give me a better screen give me like a better back backlit screen because i feel like sometimes when i'm playing in handheld mode even though i have it on on like the brightest brightness i feel like it's still a little dark really i i, I sometimes think it's a little too bright in really? certain games yeah like in the old school arcade games, I feel it's a little dark. But when you have games like Zelda and stuff, yeah, it, it feels like it's a little bright. But when you have on Skyrim, it looks just right. 
Yeah. Maybe it's just certain maybe games. The, maybe it's the code. Yeah. Maybe certain games that the code, the way they write it. All right. So we're going to jump into our show topics today. Um, we're going to dive deep into the Marvel MCU film schedule because we are some MCU nerds. Yes, but I'm not very excited about the next lineup. What is well, so disappointing okay, about Guardians it? of the Galaxy? I still haven't seen two yet. Um, I just, I, it doesn't feel like there's a rush to watch it, you know? Yeah. Um, Doctor Strange, I liked it, even though I didn't think I would. But I'm not going to rush out to see Doctor Strange 2. Uh, Black Panther is probably the only thing on, on the list that I definitely will watch. Because um, you were 100% right of how good of a movie it was. The yeah. Black Widow movie, I'll watch because it's your last chance of being Black Widow. The Eternals, I'm not going to watch because that's where, um, what's her name is going to be in it. Uh, the one we talked about, the one we can't oh, stand. Oh, Angelina Jolie. Angelina Jolie is going to be in that one. Yeah. Uh, the Shang-Chi movie. Um, I don't know if I'll watch that one. Uh, I don't know too much about that character. Uh, I think it's interesting that they're going to, that we have an Asian superhero. I think that's really interesting. It's something different. I will agree with that. But the thing about Shang-Chi is he was kind of uh, a response to all the Kung Fu movies and Bruce Lee being famous. Yeah. And a lot of the titles he was in was like Masters of Kung Fu um, and things like that. And he just wasn't, you know, it, it was a character they didn't do a lot of good service to. You know, although he was in Heroes for Hire for a while. Yeah, it's a it's it's a very interesting lineup. It does seem a little I don't know if dull is the right word, but maybe it is. <laughs> My thing is is I'm kind of scared they're gonna make that one a little racist. Oh, uh the uh, uh the uh, Shang-Chi movie? The Shang-Chi movie, yeah. Because a lot of the comic books, at least originally, it dealt him with doing very, you know, it was very kung fu-y, you know. So is he going to be a fighter, a secret agent? Is he a superhero? You know, um, is he going to be a combination of all three? You know, um, do you make his the people around him mixed, you know, or like an Ant-Man, which they did very well? Or are you going to make them all like one color? Well, according to Delhi.com, it looks like they said that it's going to be starring a a large Asian and Asian-American cast. So, I mean, there might not be a lot of mixture, at least in this film. I mean, I'm guessing this is going to be like an origin story from what it seems like. Yeah, Maybe. I'm just I'm just kind of scared it's going to be a little racist because because when you look at cultures that haven't been portrayed on television very often, yeah, you know the the Hollywood's Hollywood tends to be a little racist, you know, like. Um, well, have you seen what's the name yet? Have you seen um, have you seen Crazy Rich Asians? No, I want to see that because I, I'm really interested in see how how Hollywood depicts that culture. I to see like get that vibe from see, that film. See, for me, I don't want to watch it because I've dated a lot of Asian girls in my life. <laughs> and all and all the stereotypes that they show there, not stereotypes, but really is the way the culture is, you know, yeah. how the mother hates you, you know, how they're very selective about who you date and who you marry for what reason. Like yeah. I've kind of lived through that. So I kind of don't want to see it on the screen. You yeah, know? I feel you. I feel you on that one. <laughs> so, you know, and I've seen clips and each clip for me was cringy because I remember being the outsider in the Asian family kind of going through a lot of that turmoil you know where 
you could do this to the parents and instantly they're all talking Chinese and they forget their English for like 40 minutes. And you know, they're talking shit about you because yeah, the exactly. mother makes you up and down like, mm, who the fuck is this? <laughs> so I don't think that's why I'm going to watch that one. Uh, I might check it out. Like I said, it, I'm just curious to see what is Hollywood. No, not the Shang-Chi movie, the, the, the uh, crazy rich Asians. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. I might, I might check that out. I mean, I have it on my list of things to, to look at because I, I want to see how Hollywood depicts the Asian culture. And we don't really get a lot of star studded Asian full cast films like that. So I plan on watching that soon. Once I check it out, I'll, I'll give you my review on what I think of that film. Okay. Um, but yeah, as far as the DCU, I mean, the MCU schedule, uh, it, it does. I mean, I'm sure that this is not their schedule film for film. I'm sure there's going to be some films in between because a lot of these films aren't even like they don't have dates on them. Uh, but they do have films ranging from now until basically July of 2022. So, not yeah, bad. I mean, for the Guardians of the Galaxy, it's one of my favorite franchises in the MCU. It, it's like they're freaking hilarious. I, I think that the, the, the Guardians of the Galaxy is their comedic backbone of the of the MCU. And it's something they need. So I'm looking forward to that. Doctor Strange, I was not a fan of the first Doctor Strange. I just, I thought it was really bland. It was boring. It just was not entertaining at all to me. Really? I did like it. I didn't like it. I just... I mean, it was, it's not my favorite of the Marvel movies, but it was enjoyable. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was watchable, but I would not go back to watch it a second time. I, I just wouldn't do it. I wound up watching the movie twice in the movie theaters because first time with, first time with Hacker, and the second time, I forgot who asked me to go watch it with them. And I was like, uh. But yeah, um, Black Panther, definitely looking forward to that. Um, I love the first film. It was amazing. Um, I didn't like it the first time I saw it. I don't know if I ever told you that. I think the second time I saw it, I got a chance to really digest it and really just watch certain scenes and really take in certain things, certain ways. And I really enjoyed it the second, third, fourth time I saw it. <laughs> so... Um, for me, I didn't want to watch initially because I didn't like the character in the comic books. But when I saw the movie right off the bat, I was like, wow, this is really good. And it is. And it was done in such a way that I never felt at any point it was racial or stereotypical or anything else. I just felt like it was a good movie that was set in an in in an african culture exactly and and i loved it that's what i was worried about too i was worried about maybe they were gonna be too stereotypical but it, I, I didn't get that vibe i didn't get that vibe at all i didn't get that either so it was pretty good um black widow i think we need a black widow film i think it's long overdue that we're getting a black widow film i agree but i'm gonna watch it more so because it's uh her last shot of being black widow because the character's dead in the mcu Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot about that. Wow. Spoilers, just in case anybody didn't see that. Um, Again, if you haven't seen it, shame <laughs> on you. So sorry if we ruined uh, Endgame for you guys. But yeah, apparently I, I saw it somewhere. I don't remember where I saw it, but apparently Black Widow was actually supposed to come out before Iron Man. Really? They were yeah, they were taught. I forgot where I saw it. I cannot think of where I saw it, but I saw it a, a while ago. But they were saying that they actually had a plan for Black Widow to come out before Iron Man. I think that would have been a big mistake. You think so? Yeah. I would have liked to seen it after Iron Man too. 
Because she was introduced in Iron Man 2. Yeah, 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 you're right. Yeah, you know what? That that part would have been perfect timing. Yeah. Maybe three. Yeah, I think that would have been perfect timing to have it. I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised it took them this long because she's been such a pivotal character in the MCU that yeah. I'm surprised she didn't get a film before now. Let me see what else. And the uh, internals. I don't know too much about the internals. I mean, the Eternals. The Eternals are pretty much basically like gods. They're the ones who made the Infinity Stones. Oh, okay. That's going to be interesting. Uh, but in the in the comic book, they were more like they were, it was a little more of a soap opera ish. So I just really have no like you know no desire to see these people. Angelina Jolie. It's like once I heard oh we're thinking of casting her, I was like yeah, not watching it. I'm really afraid of that film because of her in it and like i said i know there's probably a lot of angelina jolie fans out there i used to be an angelina phil jolie fan back in the day but oh her being in the mcu film i feel like that's gonna kind of hurt it a little bit because her acting chops are not that great they're not they're terrible they're not (laughs) exactly but our boy keanu might be in it oh yeah if my boy keanu's in it i'm seeing that day one for sure yeah, if Keanu's in it and she's in it, I'll watch it for Keanu, not for her. I'll throw popcorn <laughs> at the screen every time she shows up. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm really interested to see where the MCU goes from here. But out of all these films, though, like, who do you think in some of the, from one of these films do you think is going to carry that mantle of being the centerpiece of MCU? Um, I think it's going to be uh, Black Panther. Really? I can yeah, see that. Because he's the only character that really has a lot of weight and gravitas to him. Yeah. Um and not only that, with the Avengers having a totally new new roster, you know, seeing one of the older characters, you know, in their own story is kind of you know good because so many characters are died or hurt or injured and just kind of left mm-hmm. you on this this like, well, what's the future of it? Yeah, true. Plus, he has the technology. You know, his sister is like, I love her character. You she's know, so she, funny. Yeah, she's hilarious. She has great sarcasm and she has a great screen presence. So I can see her really holding it down with him, you know, as far as like the next chapter of the MCU. Well, she's so, supposed to be the next quote unquote Tony Stark. Like I providing the Avengers all their tech. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, she's already been doing that for the past few films, too. So. I can see that. So I, I think that'll be a good idea if they if they lean on Black Panther to be like that next source of like, hey, who do we go to for the answers? Who do we go to for the tech? Because at the at the end of the day, if you really think about it, yeah, that she is the only one that can really provide the tech right now. Tony yeah. Stark is gone. The other thing is, too, I'm looking forward to three people of color being on the Avengers team. War Machine, Black Panther and Cap- and the new Captain America. That's very true. I mean, we're getting and, you know, and kind of sidestep back a little bit. Maybe that's why we didn't get a Black Widow film when we did. I mean, when, when we wanted it to, because if you look at during that time, all of the all of the movies really revolved around the guys. We really didn't get anything as far as women power until we got close to Captain Marvel. And now we're getting into this whole. I don't think you know, so. I kind of think the Wasp was a really, really like, or the pivotal wasp, character. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I actually forgot about that. You're right. I completely forgot about the wasp. 
So, yeah, I mean, maybe once we got around that, maybe that's when the whole, you know, like the woman power thing really started kicking in for them. You know, now we got Black Panther coming in. Now we got the ethnic, you know, ethnic theme coming in. You know, we're getting, uh, you know, Shang-Chi. So I feel like they're going to start getting a little more, you know, ballsier with some of, you know, with some of the heroes that they're picking to take the limelight right now. And I think they kind of need to. But still no Latino superheroes. Here's the problem, okay? Um, Latinos don't make noise about it. We don't. We just watch what you give us. Because the problem is in our culture, we have people who are, you know, so white that they, 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 you know, they compete with Irish people. And we have people so dark that they'll compete with someone from Africa because we, we have the rainbow uh, um, in our yeah. DNA, in our culture, you know? Like, you know, you'd go to Panama and you'd fit right in. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Nobody would even blink an eye. You go to Cuba. No one will blink an exactly. eye. Exactly. You know, you go to certain parts of Colombia, you know, Brazil. No one will blink an eye. They think you're they'll speak to you in Spanish. You know, and then um, but I think the only way we're going to get a Latino superhero is if they do Miles Morales, um, the ultimate Spider-Man. So we're going to jump into our recommendations right about now. Um, my recommendation is going to be a little weird. I don't really have much of a recommendation this time around, but I do want to give a shout out to IMDb. It is our amazing resource for the show. Me and Los use it pretty much every single time we record. So if you guys ever want to know anything about any any film, music, television, anything in, in regards to that, IMDb is the place to go. So it's kind of like a recommendation slash shout out slash uh whatever you want to call it <laughs> so yeah that's my recommendation for today how about you los um actually i have two things to talk about uh remember i talked about um the one director that started on youtube and started making major films you talked about that last episode i think right 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 yeah. well the youtube channel is called pony smasher and this is the guy who directed annabelle lights out and shazam that's a major jump from YouTube. <laughs> but I was like, he gives some great advice, man. Yeah. And he gives these uh, and he gives these great tips. And it's funny, too, because I remember, um, you know, being an independent filmmaker, talking to other guys and giving them tips on how to do things. And it's that same flow of like, you know, I'm just giving it to you. So which which, which was great. Yeah. David F. Sandberg. So his YouTube channel is called Pony Smasher. I highly recommend it. Now, my actual recommendation is a YouTube channel called Minty Comedic Arts. Um, this guy has a top 10 list uh, format. Mm-hmm. It's uh, 10 things you didn't know about and then put in the movie. Things you didn't know about Jason Voorhees, about Pennywise, about Chucky, about Christine. It goes on and on and on and on. on. This guy is really good. He's Australian. Mm-hmm. Um when he speaks to the camera, it looks like he's sitting down on a coffee table. So that's a little weird. Uh, but the information is good and, and the editing is pretty OK. OK, OK. Won't win awards for it, but it's pretty OK. And he only has one hundred and ninety seven uh, thousand followers. He definitely deserves more. And J House Radio deserves more, too. So if you guys want to yeah. hit that follow button, if you haven't already, be sure to do that. <laughs> As always, guys, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe on our YouTube channel. Um, 
Don't forget to hit that little bell so you're notified of all updates of our next videos coming out. Not only are we doing podcasts, we also might do little snippets from the from the podcast and maybe even a couple other little interesting little surprises because you never know. Uh, the other thing is, don't forget, um, it would be great if you guys subscribe to our Patreon uh, and donate to us. Even a dollar a month would be great. It helps keep the lights on. We do a lot of research for these shows uh, and it takes up a lot of our time to do them. Um, it might only be an hour to listen, but sometimes it's two and three hours to record, to get things right, to get the research right and everything else. And as always, guys, it's not necessary, but we'd really appreciate it if you would help us out. All right. Um, I think that's going to be it for today, guys. We appreciate you guys listening in, checking us out, and we will catch you guys on the flip side. Peace out. Later. Later.